All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, babes. How are you doing? How are you doing? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Saying how you do it reminded me of this article that I read on Twitter about Wendy Williams, how her show just got ripped away from her and everything just crumbled. It was sad. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. The fall from glory. It God. is. It is very sad. She's sick, though. Yeah. In, in more ways than one. Be right. In more ways than one. So, new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. Welcome back to the show, y'all. Welcome. And if you're new here, welcome. Welcome in general. So how was your weekend? Let's let's bring up the energy. There's My a lot we- to celebrate. Yeah. Titties are shaking. <laughs> My weekend was... um. Wig is bouncing. My weekend was eventful. Eventful. Okay. I was going to say event field, but it was eventful. Um, Kicked it off with um, a little dinner on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then um, went to the selection. <laughs> Selection vibe. Sessions. They're calling them selection selection sessions. Went to selection, popped into selection sessions, heard a little music, moved my body, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Moved my body a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then um, kicked off my B-Day celebrations on yesterday with a little bit of trip to the spa Mm -hmm. and dinner. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, I'm getting older. I'm, I'm I'm officially in my mid thirties. What the fuck? You mid, are. I'm in my mid. You are in your mid. Oh, when I start saying late, when I start saying late, bitch. Thirty-seven is late. 
Oh, 37 is when we get to Lake? Yeah, 37, 38, 39. Okay, so I got some time. You're in the mids. 34, 35, 36 is considered mid. Okay, well, I'm in my mid 30s, so I kicked off my mid 30 celebration mm-hmm. this weekend. Well, good. I'm glad you're you're easing right on into the birthday. Easing on in. Birthday. And I really need to start taking, I know we always take the day off for our birthdays, but I really need Man, to take, start taking the fucking week. Yeah. I don't want to labor. I always do um, at least five days. I don't want to labor. Four, four to five. Just depends the on the fact that I'm working today, then I'm off on my birthday, then I come back. But it'll be good because that's it. When you work Thursday? Yes, girl. Okay, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Three day week. Three day week. You already got one day down, two to go. Yeah. And we're just getting closer to our amazing weekend in New York. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. We're going to be on the flight. Ooh, that's another thing. We get to fly out on Thursday night. So it's giving fuck y'all. Clock out and go. Right. It's going to be good. So how how was your weekend? My weekend was, it was good, actually. On Friday, Andres and I went out to support one of his friends. She had a little, um, it was a club. It was a real club. Like a Hollywood club? Yes, girl. Where's your one? I don't know the name of Playhouse. it. Playhouse? No, no, no. It, I can't I can't remember where it was. It was like a near you already know Selma and Hollywood Boulevard is giving Yeah, a smack dab. Okay. Um, but she had a private event there. It okay. was a private event. But so then, it wasn't general pop. No, but the DJ was going up. I said, now if, if me and my girl was here, we would be tanned <laughs> it up. We got there a little bit early because we just wanted to support and get, you know, that vibe. Mm-hmm. First one in. First what one was out. she having? It was a private event. But what was the occasion? I don't know. I don't oh. know no details. You know, I just said, fuck? I'm coming. I don't know. They didn't say happy birthday. No, or it wasn't giving a happy birthday. No, uh, uh-uh. I don't know. Mm. But it was open bar. Um, they had some sort of craft cocktails, but they were mixing them with Red Bull. I said, I don't want that. Just please give me a whiskey sour. Right. Something simple. Red Bull must have been sponsored. Listen, I think so. She has a weed company, actually. Okay. So um, it was open bar. They had hors d'oeuvres floating around. Oh, that's cute. Girl, I was like, ooh, a little avocado toast. Ooh. It was cute. Um, So we did that on Friday, got back home. Saturday, I got into a little fender bender. That's what we did on Saturday. Saturday was a little fender bender in the morning. I was taking Gatsby to the groomer. I opened up my door on a busy street, but nonetheless, this was not my fault. Mm -mm. The car was very close because it was a two lane road and parking in one of the lanes. And I opened up my door when I thought it was safe and a car just drove by, hit my door and kept it pushing. Mm -hmm. And I truly thought they were going to turn around. I was like, okay, here we go. Now we got to deal with this. And I, they said, fuck you and fuck your door. They did. They were like, bye. And I'm pretty sure they have a pretty nice size dent on their car. They have to because your car, your door. Fucked. Your door was crumpled in. I was like, bro, these cars ain't worth a damn. It has to come to the pressure. It did. Your the door. pressure is getting worse. <laughs> That's what my door said. It said, oh, my God. So when you FaceTimed me, I'm like, okay, you're up and out. And you said, no, Brittany, something <laughs> bad just happened. I'm like, what the fuck? Man, shit, I didn't see you. I didn't see your face. I'm like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> because like, I just got into a fender bender. <laughs> because, like, oh, fuck. because I was already, you know, you be needing somebody to talk like to relieve your right. like angst. But Andres wasn't answering the phone. I said, and now my man, my man, my man is not answering and I need him. Right. I was like, here we go. So then I said, next person on my list, Brittany. I didn't call my mother. She still don't know. 
I didn't tell her yet. Didn't I don't want to hear no shit. What shit you gonna hear? I don't you know. didn't do it was an accident. I, I, I also haven't talked to her in a few days. No tea, but oh. uh I'll circle back with her and let her know. But yeah. I had got it taken care of. I said, big girl. She got it taken care of. So yes, Brittany came to my aid. She was actually all the way in LA and trekked back to San Pedro. Mm -hmm. I felt bad, but I said, I don't have anyone else right, right. now. Right. I mean, it's not like I came from naive. I know, but still, I was like, damn, she already like, where's she going to be for today? It's okay. I knew, I just was like, my, when I FaceTimed you, I was crossing my fingers like, maybe she's still home mm -hmm. and she's going to LA later, later. today. Yeah. Because you know, I was going to walk around the corner. Right. To your hood. No, I wasn't there because I told you we were supposed to go to the jazz in the park i know on I friday know. i said oh i'm about to and catch her it. i'm about to catch her but yeah i got into a little fender bender on saturday um saturday evening i was bartending at the selection sessions mm -hmm. um so that was cute made a little tip made some tips we love a tip girl and we weren't taking tips at first we were like no no it's okay it's okay when you guys get crafty people kept saying people were it. like let us give you a tip i'm like get that get that flower base here <laughs> put that down right so we started taking tips and then sunday um i had to find an outfit for the live show y'all damn i was down bad i was down bad i said wow happened the thought of having to come out the closet just had me sick girl i was like what the fuck i didn't know where else to go you're gonna come out with the thing is I know now more than ever. I'm not I shopping for outfits is too stress inducing. Yeah, you have to I have wanna, stuff. Yeah, I like to shop for pieces, like just leisurely shopping and I pick up something and I'm like, Oh, this is cute, I like this and then go on about my day. Yeah. When you're trying to piece together an outfit, the pressure is real. Getting yeah. real. Yeah. It's hard. And also Half the time we are at the stores, it's like a whole bunch of shit and only two cute things. Mm -hmm. And don't go to the Grove because it seems like all the small bitches go to the Grove. All the damn smalls be out. <laughs> Me. <laughs> all the smalls be out. And then I called myself. I looked up because I said, oh, let me get a head start on this. So I went the week before, not this weekend, but last weekend. Mm -hmm. I said, let me start my looking around shopping. And so I had went to the, um, the Grove and to Beverly Drive. And I call myself going into Intermix. <laughs> Bitch, I saw the cutest dress. I looked at the tag. It said fourteen ninety. I said, fuck. You're in the wrong store. You're actually in the wrong store. Nothing to humble you bursting at, looking at the price and being like, I'm in the wrong I, section. I was looking from the outside in. I said, there's hella cute stuff in there. Like, I it's saw always all, like all that. the cute shit. Hella cute stuff. Hella pieces. Yeah. I walked in and I started looking at the price tag. She was like, can I get you a fitting room started? I said, no. I'm just looking. Yeah. I said, do you happen to have a skirt that's pink? Do you happen to have a sale section? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what are you looking for? I said, do you happen to have a skirt that's like pink and orange? She said, no. She started looking, girl. She pulled out a little skirt. 700 eight see that's another thing i've noticed and i shared this with you everything that i like is a check everything i'm like oh that's so cute little shoe little this little that i'm right. like damn i gotta spend 550 on the shoe Girl. 550 on the shoe i'm like okay no i'm in the wrong business right i'm in the wrong business and it's either you spend a check on your look and don't have nothing else together. <laughs> I mean, unless you could do both. We we want to do both. Of course. But it's either you're sacrificing and getting the things that you want so you can be a material girl and be looking like an it girl and your bank account is looking dry for other things or you're hella responsible. Yeah, I'm not going to go broke for it. Uh, you're either hella responsible or hella cute. It's one or the other. But you can be cute without materials. I know, but I'm in my materials age. Okay. Era. I'm in the materials era and I want to have things that are like, yeah, I, I want that. 
but I can't my the responsible part of me won't let me do it. Online shopping literally never fucking fails me. I always find just exactly what I'm looking for because I can go on, I can filter the colors, I fit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it just, something pops up and I'm like, this is perfect. I have to try my hand at online shopping. I'm so close. And for people fit. like you who like to try things on, usually they just are accustomed to, which you do this anyway when you go into the store, buying multiple sizes and then sending back buy. whatever doesn't work. Shut up. I'm I saying do you that. take back what doesn't work. You always got to return. No. Yes, you do. You're like, I got to take this back. <laughs> I gotta take this back. I gotta take that. Cause back. sometimes, no, truly, sometimes I don't feel like trying it on in the store, but a lot of times I will. I think about yesterday because I was thinking about your recommendation of purchasing online, and I was thinking I would be fucked because the shit does not fit right. I took all the items that I was like, oh, that's cute, that's cute, that's cute, into the fitting room. Can't get them over the hips. They swing, smash my booty, and trying to zip them up. That don't work. Top won't go. I said this. I would be in hell purchasing shit and trying to send it back no you just send it back i know but i would have a lot of stuff that don't work when i'm thinking oh i'm getting all my pieces together i'm gathering things and then they get to my house and i can't fit them it's a pain it's Girl, a pain that happened actually happened to me confession i have found a cute little two-piece from zara it was like pink mm. and i was trying it on and the top was like it had uh, wiring in it, like a mm-hmm. corset mm-hmm. top, but then like the side, the kind of like had a flow at the top. Mm-hmm. Girl, why could I barely get it on? And once it was on, I really couldn't get, get it off. off. Yeah, it kind of ripped. See, on the side. Were you just trying on in the fitting room? Yeah. Thank God. It ripped. I said, "You nine telling them?" No, hell no. Just put it right back. Here you go. Thank you. Walk right out. Why the fuck would y'all construct this like this? It was not for your size. That's why. It was my size. It w- no, I'm saying it probably was for even more petite. Girl. It probably wasn't your size. I've been in that boat before. Well. I've been in that boat before. But luckily, luckily, God was on my side. When I got out the car and locked the locked it and I was walking into the grove, I said, Lord, smile on me. Smile <laughs> on me. Show, let me know that you still care. Have your hand over your daughter because I cannot. The thought of pulling up out of my closet is just p- paining me. So I said my prayer and then I let him do the rest. I put it on the altar. And luckily he said, I have not forgotten about you, child. So I was blessed. Mm -hmm. I found a little something. I'm feeling good. I feel like we'll be cute. And um, and then I also thought, damn, I, I was just having some some thoughts like, fuck, man, I really wish. It was a one and done. I want to go on tour, right? But then I'm thinking about how stressful it is finding a look. I said, the L.A. show was perfect. I was cute. I liked it. I mean, well, you have to find an outfit for anywhere you go. No, but the pressure of finding a fit, like a specific, a, well, it would a be show less, look. Let me just tell you this. You would have less pressure if you didn't wait till the last damn minute. Girl, fuck you. You would. You wait so to where it's like, oh, my God, if I don't find something now, I'm fucked. You got to give yourself more time. There was like two weeks in between the shows. I barely found what I found when I found it. Exactly, because you waited to the last minute for that one, too. So did you. No, I didn't. I already had my look. Each time I've been, had my look. Whatever. Time, whatever. Time. Whatever. Each Next time. time around, we won't even be dealing with this. There'll be a stylist. I really hope so. Someone will be pulling up saying, these are the looks that I've pulled for you exactly. all. Exactly. Now, which one do you like most? Exactly. I'll try it on. We'll do a thing, and then that'll be it. So, anywho. The weekend was good. I found a fit. Thank God. We are ready for New York. Y'all, 
by the time you hear this, which will be tomorrow because we're recording today, Mm -hmm. by the time you hear this, you'll get the news or see the news if you're following us on Instagram that the show is sold out, baby. Full house vibes. The show is sold out. I keep saying this, but New York has a special place in my heart. Those girls don't play. That's what I like about New Yorkers. They just do what the fuck needs to be done. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, they're serious. So, yes, the show is sold out. We have music. We have drinks, craft, cocktails, curated and provided. Sponsored by Deleon Tequila, a black man. What do you say? Tequila by a black man. What do you <laughs> Shout <laughs> the out black to Diddy. Gold. Shout out to Diddy. Make um, this money. Yeah, what shout out to Diddy. Take Make this, this money. money. Yeah, ain't, ain't no, no way, way you could take this from me. Period. Ain't shit funny. Hey. So anyway, yeah, Deleon cocktails all night long. You already know the vibes. We're drinking responsibly. We're turning up. We're conversing. We throwing ass, and it's going to be a good ass time. Um, I can't wait. Also, girls, retreat. The retreat is happening. Um, mm-hmm. Our She Connects Unlocking Sisterhood Retreat. We released a second week of the retreat because week one sold the fuck out. It did. And um, the, the demand was high. The mm-hmm. demand was high. And when it's high, we supply. <laughs> <laughs> the demand was high. But we also thought that we can extend ourselves to connect with another group of women since um, we're keeping it intimate and we didn't want to combine them all in one week and spread ourselves too thin. So... If you are interested, from March 27th to April 2nd, right? Yeah. We will be gathering in the jungle of El Salvador. It's going to be a beautiful curated experience. We're going to be connecting. We're going to be bonding. We're going to be having a good time. Brittany and I are going to be leading workshops. It's going to be a vibe. We're going to be going out. We're just going to be enjoying all, doing all the things that homegirls do when they're on vacation. Getting deep, relaxing, eating good dancing all of all of the things with the beautiful backdrop surrounding us el salvador is a magical place it is trust us we've been there i was just thinking today like wow how blessed we are to be able to spend two weeks in the jungle just having a good time yeah which all so if this sounds like something that you're interested in that is calling you even if you don't have anybody to come with we are highly encouraging solo travel um sign up Sign up. We're already getting to know each other uh, through our Discord chats and just click linking up. We have a special discount code that I think is going to be valid for maybe one more week mm-hmm. or so. It's Sisterhood 300. That'll get you $300 off your deposit. It's um, super affordable. You can pay monthly. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us or our retreat manager. All that information will be down in the description. Yes. This week. Um. Last but not least, thank you all for the girlies who have come through leaving your ratings and reviews. We highly appreciate you. Please continue to do so. If you like what you hear on this show, they help us tremendously. Mm -hmm. You can do that on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you in advance. Also, we have Patreon, which is our exclusive membership community where we pour out even more of ourselves, okay? We talk about our business, <laughs> our hardships, our joys, our ups, our downs. You really get the exclusive tea, discount codes. We even extended an invite to our Patreon girlies to the live shows in uh, New York and L.A. Because we appreciate them that fucking much. And y'all but if you're hearing this today, please do not reach out to us for any more no, tickets. The, it's the list closed. is closed. Please close, mommy. The list is closed, but it was open, and the girls took advantage of it. It was. So. That was a good time. Um, so if you like what you hear here, you'll love what you hear. 
over there. Um, and I just want to shout out our patrons really quick because we yeah. fell off, but don't think we don't appreciate y'all. So yeah. we have Destiny. Hey, Destiny girl. We have Arian. Hey, Arian. We have King Casey. Oh, royalty King is in the building. King Casey, yes. Royalty, baby. King Casey, what's up, girl? Um, and then we have Kayla. Hey, Kayla. Yes. It's a pleasure to have you all with us. Period. Um. So, yeah. Lastly, lastly, last week mm -hmm. we talked about imposter syndrome. Y'all really connected with this episode. This was a real one for us. Uh, very vulnerable, intimate episode about what we've been feeling and going through um, as it relates to this brand yeah. um, and trying to leverage it and scale it and the disappointments that come with being an entrepreneur or a creative or just doing anything where you have to put yourself out there to the world. Um, you guys really enjoyed that content and let us know to not give up and not throw in the towel. Yeah. And that was very sweet of you all. If you have not listened to that episode, please go back and do so. Share it with your friends. Let us know what you think. Um, word of mouth really means a lot. It's everything. Y'all know how it is when your homegirl's like, girl, I tried this restaurant and it was bomb and we right. got to go back. Or let me put you on to this book Anything. or this podcast yeah whatever it is sometimes we ourselves don't find things but when our sister friends our cousins our homegirls put us on it's like girl thank you for bringing this into my awareness right so y'all keep sharing so telling be that them, woman yeah be her <laughs> um y'all keep sharing telling a homegirl to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl and we will rise to the top and we'll rise up i don't like that song i don't either but it was fitting. <laughs> it was fitting i was thinking um, rising to the top. What song is that? What song is that? What song is that? Come on, come on. It's rising to the top. Come on. I'm sorry. What's not clicking? <sighs> yeah, yeah. I don't Anyways, know. but yeah, thank y'all so much. Keep sharing the content. Please keep doing that. Y'all, I think this is the year for me to really tap in and learn a new language. I took French in high school and then I let it go after the requirement was met. But with the European summer loading, I would love to have this language under my belt. And I know just the thing that helped me with this. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the language learning powerhouse that's been transforming lives for the past 30 years. Imagine a language learning journey that not only works, but feels like a seamless part of your vibrant and dynamic world. And listen, this is not just for the language connoisseurs. It's for the bold, brilliant, and beautiful women like us ready to embrace the world of languages. Say hello to effortlessly acquiring Spanish, French, Italian, German. I mean, there's over 25 different languages to choose from. Rosetta Stone immerses you in your chosen language, teaching you to speak, listen, and even think in that language without any translation hiccups. This process is as intuitive as choosing your next hairstyle, girls. Starting with words thin phrases, and before you know it, you're crafting sentences like a pro. I love it because it's designed for long-term retention, ensuring that your newfound language skills become second nature. Now let's talk about the real magic for a minute, true accent. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition feature acts like a personal stylist, but for your accent, giving you real-time feedback on your pronunciation. No more awkward language faux pas, just pure and for the woman on the move, whether you're on your desktop or using the app, Rosetta Stone seamlessly fits into your busy life. They have an audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline, meaning you can learn anytime, anywhere. 
And I have a secret for you. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership at 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. You get unlimited access to all 25 languages for the rest of your beautiful life. This is a deal that I don't think you want to miss. So why wait, sis? Don't put off your language journey any longer. Right now, BGB listeners can snag Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off by visiting rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's your time to shine, Buki, and Rosetta Stone is here to make your language dreams a reality. Hey, Bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and... Also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like the narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Life moves fast, but time stands still when you're with the ones you love. Savor the moment, big or small, with Starbucks ready-to-drink coffee. From bottled Frappuccino drinks to canned nitro cold brew, Starbucks coffee gets you ready for the right now. Available now, online, or wherever you buy groceries. 
so this week we are still in our goodie bag august goodie bag month it's been real it's been a real good bag i've enjoyed the episodes that we've had this month Mm -hmm. from the imposter syndrome to the am i the asshole our faves we've just been coming on here talking with y'all and that's exactly what we're going to do today Mm -hmm. come here and talk to y'all i mean what else would we do so Per the usual, if I don't know if you guys know this, but the way we usually f- figure out what we want to talk about on this show is like by reading something or seeing something, it sparks a flame and we say, let's just talk about that. Or we'll just be having conversations and we're like, this would be great to talk about on the show. Mm-hmm. That's how we bring you the content here. So that's what happened this week. We were just conversing and Germany and I are both in relationships and oftentimes that's a that's part of our conversation right like how we show up in relationships how um, the people we're in relationships are showing up for us in the conversation just grows legs and run so (laughs) (laughs) that is what the fuck happened and the concept of unconditional love came up Mm -hmm. now (laughs) yes it's a thing unconditional love is it it has been Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll talk about the concept. Yes, the concept has been, Uh, you know, often when I have heard of unconditional love or thought of unconditional love, I'll admit it. When I was younger, it was and not much younger, like (laughs) a couple years ago, a few years ago. It's like we've all heard this messaging of, you know, when you're in relationships, they're tough. You ride them out. Things happen, you know, the ups and the downs, mm-hmm. the Instagram captions on birthdays that are yeah. um, put out. Mm-hmm. The sandcastles. Yeah. I that, hate that. That, yeah. <laughs> that energy. Yeah. Um, it's like we've been expected to love people unconditionally. Like that's just a part of what relationships are. The unconditional love. But I don't know about that. What are your thoughts on unconditional love? Do you believe in unconditional love? Um, I don't believe in unconditional love as it pertains to a romantic relationship. I don't. Maybe for an animal, a dog of sorts, a cat of sorts. Not even cats. I feel like cats won't fuck with you after you do them wrong. (laughs) They'd be like, girl, fuck you. But, uh, you know, a dog or maybe a child, a parent-child dynamic. But because... I have a dog, but because I don't have a child, I can only speak from a romantic relationship or platonic with my friendships. And I do not believe in unconditional love. Like you were saying, maybe at one point when I was much younger, Mm -hmm. not going to say much, probably four or five years ago. Can you believe I've been out of that LTR for four years? Wow, time flew. Girl. Time Delivered. (laughs) She was delivered. Four years already. Time really flies when you're having fun. I think it was in 2019. Or Yours ended in twenty nineteen. Mine did too. Nineteen, maybe mine was eighteen. Was it around before eighteen, nineteen, twenty two, one, twenty two, twenty three? It'll be five years. Eighteen. Wow. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Twenty eighteen. Five years, girl. What the fuck? So anyway, so I'm gonna say much younger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe when I was much younger, I thought that unconditional love definitely meant like sticking through it with a person, and I feel like a lot of times. Unconditional love can be cloaked and riddled in and synonymous with struggle love. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. Like, well, you gonna ride it out with me. Let's, you know, we ride until the wheels fall off, ride or die. And nigga, no. Right. No. Yeah. 
and they I never gave. Well, they did, they gave one, but, but not no it more. Won't never give again. <laughs> right. But the more I thought about this this idea and this concept, and as it relates to my personal relationship and experience with it, I feel like I was trying to love people who I thought were broken or needed me to love them unconditionally. Codependency. Like, yeah, for me to like prove, like, see, you could trust, you could believe, you can, you can love. You know, people who are kind of hardened or have their own walls up, you feel like I need to show you that that's unnecessary and it's okay to show up vulnerable and exposed because, look, I'm going to catch you. I love you through all of your mess and I see it all mm -hmm. and I still love you, you know, like in spite of. And I think it's okay to love people um, and their flaws and accept them wholly, but I think that the acceptance and the unconditional love are not the same. Right. I don't think there's yeah, you can accept and also you can implement boundaries, which will prevent love from being conditional. I mean, unconditional. Mm -hmm. I think when she's like, let people know that there's boundaries and limitations to the love that you are open to give. That's when it is no longer unconditional. Right. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, yes, I am willing to love you and accept you. But there's some things I'm just not willing to fucking accept. Yeah. And that's OK. And you can love a person, I guess, unconditionally. Like right now, it's unconditional. As long as the conditions are being, I think it's more of the freeing piece. Like it's full, it's free, it's whole, as long as these things are being met. Right. Like nigga, there's That's the, the standards. Okay, so you mentioned that you, um, how most of us have thought, think of unconditional love when we think of like a parent and a child mm -hmm. because of that familial bond. It's like, I love you. No matter what. Do you feel like your mom loves you unconditionally? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she does. Mm -hmm. I feel like my mom does. Yeah. I feel yeah. like my mom, my sister and I are probably the only people she loves unconditionally. That's it. That's as like no as far as it goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's as far as it goes. And, um, but I think also my mom has to work through, like if somebody, if she doesn't, apply that same um unconditional unconditional love or that same um yeah that she doesn't apply that to everybody like I could even say my grandma I could even say maybe Graham loves her unconditionally mm -hmm. but my mom is like no I've been hurt yeah you know what I mean yeah. and it's, it's hard for her and she has to work through it I think she's much more healed now um so it is a healthy like dynamic but no yeah I feel like my mom loves me unconditionally. Um, and like I said, my love now has conditions, but I definitely have extended unconditional love in a romantic sense. In my last relationship or the long-term relationship, it was definitely big unconditional vibes because in my mind, it was we were going to be together forever, mm -hmm. no matter what. Like, even if you're not showing up the way I need you to show up, even if we're not, even if we, when we didn't have a healthy dynamic, it's like, okay, well, let's just figure it out. We chose to be together. so We chose to be together and let's just work through it and keep on pressing Although Although we never really worked through. Well, it's it was never a, a working through. It was an, a, a work through enough to where we were getting along. 
I know, but you know what I mean? When you really think about working through something, it's like resolve happens. We definitely didn't have any It healthy, never gives work through. We definitely didn't have any healthy things implemented. Like, okay, let's really talk yeah, about like it. Yeah, like where the let's, re- what's resolutions. What's the solution? It's just like, okay, we don't talk for a week. Now we miss each other. Right. And now we're back talking and we work through that. But like, it never was like working. we work through that. It never, we never went through. I can definitely say we never had any that I can recall. Mm-hmm. Healthy sit down solution oriented conversations other than don't do that shit again you have me fucked up boy like (laughs) (laughs) it's just arguing like you said and then okay now we cool again yeah a standoff of sorts and then reconciliation and then we just start the cycle all over again exactly that and when I look back I'm just like why did I feel the need to like give that much why did I feel to get why did I feel like it was necessary for me to give that level of love at such a young age. Yeah. So why do you think? I think that it's a combination of just like the conditioning, like the messaging being told that, you know, relationships have hardships. Also wanting it to work, the comfortability and uh, faux security, like in the mm-hmm. relationship dynamic. Mm-hmm. Just like, okay, this is just what we've decided to do and it works and it it feels comfortable. So let's just do this. Um also probably like just wanting to be in a relationship like you know i want to be i want i want this i have somebody why the fear of having to go out start all over again Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. after we've put especially as the years progressed yeah once you get further and further into the shit it's like the fear builds of oh my god now i'm gonna have to go back out there is somebody gonna be Mm -hmm. get me is somebody you know all that shit which is, is so, um, it's very irrational and mm, unnecessary thoughts. It's unnecessary. I think about my own personal experience and I feel the same. Like you stay locked in with a person because, yes, we've committed to being together. And I would say for anybody who's younger, uh, a younger queen, a younger sister of sorts, listening to this, if you are in a relationship, just remember that you are dating. Unless you are really locked in fiance on the track to marriage, whatever that looks like for you being courted by someone who plans to marry you. I don't care if you've been together one year or 10 nigga, we dating. Yeah. So once it no longer suits you or you start seeing like, hmm, I feel like we're going apart or we're not growing together, then it's okay to say, I'm going to go ahead and bounce. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and leave here. Lori Harvey said, you know, once it's no longer serving me. Yeah, she's quick to leave. <laughs> she said, once it's no longer serving me, then, you know, we part ways. Yeah. But and we know- hold on so, so tight. I, I think about my myself in the long-term relationship and being much younger, even than when the relationship ended. Like, I was so committed to, like, nigga, we going to be together. Yes, yeah, We're together together. And, and I'm it- completely invested in us making it work, even though. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. And thinking about thinking about what I need out of a partner now Hardly any of those needs were being met. Mm. I would have been miserable. Although it's like, I'm locked in with you. I got you. Nigga, who has me? Right. Who has me? And I'm a, not being had. It's not a full encompassing having. It's not. It's just showing up part way, partly. It's just um, comfortability. Even if that's as much as they can show up. But just being like, okay, this is okay. I'm willing to settle for this. And even outside of settling, you start making yourself think that that's what you, that's enough. 
Right. That's, that's what, what I need. Desire. Yeah. Like, okay, if, if we don't do nothing together, like my specific situation, I had a very introverted partner, mm-hmm. nigga. He's, he was not a partner. Very introverted, <laughs> introverted boy, man. boyfriend. Yeah. Um, who did not really like to go out, did not like to socialize. Um, not even just, we could do stuff together, but the extent was like dinner, food, like going to get food together. Um, there wasn't many experiences being had. And it was just sort of low-key boring. Mm-hmm. Like, I think back, like, he would just come over on the weekends. We would go back and forth between each other's houses. And nigga was like, we were had already been married, done it all, did it all. When did it get boring? Like, from the jumping, you were just trying to cope? No, no. I feel like in the very beginning, it was fun. Like, he was entertaining. He bought me stuff. He, we did stuff. We were so much younger. And... I, I truly think that the divorce between his parents really jaded him. That, that'll that fuck him up. Even It's so crazy how that can mess up adults yeah. or grown children. Yeah. It can have a, and the same effect as younger children or even worse because it's like, they this, start to, was this a lie? This, yeah. Was this whole thing a lie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really distorts their view of marriage and love relationships. and relationships. Right. So I feel like. When we initially started dating, we were 18. We were together for a year, broke up for three years, and got back together around like 21, 22. So in that time span of being apart, his parents divorced. So when I came back into the relationship or clicked up with him again, he was damn near like a different person. It was giving, yeah, I don't I don't believe in love. I don't believe in this. I don't believe. Right. And then now I'm starting to work from a deficit. Like I was working backwards trying to get him to see you can trust, you can love. Also working out of a deficit of like us having our own trust issues and never being really to get being able to really get over the hump. Yeah. So um, it, I feel like that second time around after a few years of doing it also, oh, my God, I fought so hard for him to like make me his girlfriend again. Like we did the boyfriend and girlfriend thing. You remember you know, I was when, oh, when I came around, y'all. Oh, were we were already locked in. Okay, well, let me let me give you some tea. So it's kind. Of, okay, go ahead, give me the tea. So when we got back together, oh, you told me the tea, but tell them the tea. <laughs> so like I said, we were together from eighteen to nineteen. Broke up for three years. When we initially broke up, it's because I was started talking to somebody. Right, I had a little back pocket option, and he found out about it. I ended up being leaving that relationship we broke up and Mm -hmm. I got into the next relationship relatively fast and in the next relationship we were together for three years Mm -hmm. so it really hurt him that the he um he had speculation that I was interested in this person and I had you really were right I was like no he's just cool I met him at church we whatever whatever but then when we broke up and we stayed broken up I ended up being in a relationship with this person for three years okay so his trust was completely broken he felt like you know all of those things that niggas do not be they don't resolve they can't handle it and then it gives like you're the bad guy Chun Li because you know like yeah and i feel like as women we can forgive for forgive oh we forgive to a fault that'd be the unconditional love that we give we forgive we forgive and we forgive again exactly and when they can't they can't and when i when we came back around and decided to be together it was like i don't trust and see you went you were with that nigga Mm -hmm. and da, 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 da da and i'm like okay for a year, girl, we were not together, but I was like his girlfriend for a year. Without the title. Without the title, like going over there. He had a terrible weed habit. He was not working. Do you know that I was buying weed for him? I was funding a nigga. That's habit. big unconditional. Big addiction that I'm paying for. Boy, what the fuck? Like not and that's working. that's not cheap. 
period. Like I will be buying him eighths of weed. Like here, here's your weed for the money for the week. <laughs> your weed what for the, the fuck? Week. Forty and fifty dollars. And mind you, I'm in college or working, just right, right working a full time job. Like taking off a get, little pinching off a piece <laughs> of your pie. I'm like here, here's money for weed. Yeah, bro, what's up? Yeah, dr- I'm only person with a car. I'm driving to him all the time. Just doing so much. I'm doing so much. And so you wanted him to give you the title because really that was him choosing you. Yeah. And you were showing him because of the trust issues. Like I'm worthy exactly, of being chosen. Exactly. I'm funding your weed. I'm doing a lot. I'm, I'm showing doing a up. Lot. I'm over I'm here fucking, popping pussy. You period. know, that's always a cherry on top. The pussy's being popped. <laughs> like, what, what more do, do you want from me? me? <laughs> exactly. And I told him after a year, I was like, bro, we done did this for a year. If you don't feel like you can trust me or you don't feel like I'm girlfriend material or like it's this is not going anywhere, let me know and I'll skate. Period. I was like, bye. I'm not about to be giving. My it's not giving Krishan rock. I'm it's not going <laughs> to, nigga, we're not doing that. And I told him like. Baby, listen. It's either this or no. And he was like, fine. Yes, we'll be together. I thought so. Yeah, duh. Period. Stop playing with me. The fuck? So I feel like now we're in year two. After that, it kind of was just like, we just were existing together. Yeah. In so many words, we were existing. And. Although he was at one point someone who um, aligned closely with like what I wanted out of a boyfriend and it was fun and da 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 da. As we got older, our desires, our interests, it just was different. I'm a very extroverted person. I like to go out. I like to have fun. I want my partner to be able to not only introduce me to things, but be a resource for me. Like I really admire my current partner for being able to like, nigga, bring something to my table. Yeah. Because I'm showing up with the table. I know I bring a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's giving tables, place match, chairs. <laughs> yeah. It's giving whole things. So I need you to be able to show up either with some connections, some resources, some, some, some something. What are we laying down? Lay it out for me. Right. Plain. Right. And my LTR did not have that. It was not that vibe. It was not that vibe. So like I said, at one point made a lot of sense. But as we grew, I was like, bro, if I, if, if, if we continue this way and he marries me, I will never leave because I'm loyal Right. And all in the name of unconditional love. I would have been locked in. Same. I was locked in. I had to find a key and unlock myself. Yeah, you did. I had to find a key. Bitch, you were doing a smoke sign. I had to find the fucking key because I had went blind. Yeah. And I couldn't find the key. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And you know what? Hindsight is 2020 because once I was out of it, I was looking, I'm thinking, what the fuck was I doing? Right. Why was I even extending unconditional love to a situation that was not worthy? Yeah. That nigga didn't deserve unconditional love. Not Nobody for me. Nobody does. Not Nobody for me. does. Call your, your mother. mother. Your Call mother and your, your father. Mother. And I, I, his mother did, does love him unconditionally. And that's, I love that for him. But I'm not your mother. As she should. Mothers should love their children's un- right. children unconditionally. Nigga, we ain't from the same family. We come into two exactly. we come into each other needing needs met. Exactly. And this is my whole thing with the unconditional love. The thing that I don't like about it is often comes with full sacrifice mm-hmm. from yeah. someone. Yeah. And I'm over the stage of feeling like I just need to be the sacrificial lamb. Yes, you know, I don't like that. My love does come with conditions and unconditional love. The only unconditional love that I can offer is like what you mentioned um, a little bit ago is in the moment. Mm -hmm. In the moment when things are as they should be, I'm loving you freely. Yeah. I'm showing up. Mm -hmm. I'm loyal. Yeah. You know, until you cross I'm, I'm giving this to you at my own free will. And. 
when something changes, if something changes, like we have, I have the right to reassess mm-hmm. and decide if over time that this no longer works for me. Some people like to be um, completely shocked or appalled when you tell them, you know what, this isn't working for me anymore. Like, I don't like this. I don't like that. It's like, oh, my God, how could you? It's not how could I. This just doesn't right. work. <laughs> right. And that's okay. But sometimes we're scared to hurt people's feelings or we don't want to look like the bad person. So we decide to just thug it out and continue to sacrifice, even if they're not necessary. They didn't necessarily do anything completely fucked up. Mm-hmm. But it's like the conditions are no longer being met. And that just is what it is. And people will get complacent and comfortable offering you what they want to give you. Yeah. They truly will. It's like, oh, okay. No, those are not my conditions. Right. So what are your conditions in a relationship or for the people in your life? My conditions to continue to get my energy, time, and love are you have to be respectful You have to be honest. If you're dishonest at the first time, I've given chances before. I don't have no motherfucking chances. If you cheat, talk, entertain, fuck you, and don't talk to me ever again. Yeah. It's a no. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear there was confusion. There was a misunderstanding. Oh, I thought that. No, 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 uh -uh, no. uh -uh. No. You know. You know what the fuck's going on because you know any other time what's going on. So how in this time did you just have this? Now you don't fucking know. You don't know? No. And I'm sorry that you don't know because now it's fuck you. Mm-hmm. So honesty, that none of the cheating shit can happen. Um, thoughtfulness and care need to be present. Um, what else are my conditions? Don't rack your brain. I'm just <laughs> I'm because I know there's more, so I just want to articulate this properly um, without sounding crazy but just showing up the you moment you can't sound crazy hmm? you can't sound crazy you're just talking about how you feel well yeah but showing up you know sometimes people will show up temporarily and then they'll like cut it off and think that you're just gonna stay around based mm-hmm. off of what you used to do no the showing up has to be consistent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. consistently show up yeah and those are my conditions for now what are <laughs> yours um definitely integrity um so don't lie don't cheat don't steal nigga (laughs) um the cheating i always make that known i'm not gonna forgive you i'm not even in my current relationship you cannot right if i find out you will be packing your things i don't have it in me to forgive you in the road because i've made it known that that is a non-negotiable for me before you cheat you need to say i'm not happy no more or I'm right, out here. But people often don't. Right. I know because they're selfish and they want to have their cake and they want to have their, they want to eat it too. Yeah. And they're um, cowards. We talked about that already. Yeah. People who cheat are cowards. If you can't just say, look, I'm out here living it up. These bitches are walking around. I ain't never seen nothing like this at home. I'm about to slip, fall into some coochie or this is what I did. No. Even if you tell me that, I'm still going to be done. Yeah, you no. can be honest and still. No, I'm saying it's going to it's gonna be a wrap for me because I've already let you know that that does not That is sit. a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. So don't think that I'm going to forgive you. And I always let that be known. You won't be forgiven. It'll give we're done. This happy home is broken up. So let that blood be on your hands. Anyways. The thing is, people act like they get it and still go around and act like a fucking fool. I know. And guess who's going to enforce it? They really do. Guess who, enfor- guess who will enforce it? Enforce it. Put the, 
baby. Whip will be cracked. Yeah. I'll have to let you know. Oh, sorry. Now I got to go bounce to the next dick boy. <laughs> Anyways, um, so integrity, no cheating, no lying, no stealing. Be generous. A thief? Wow. A thief, nigga, if you steal from me, boy, fuck you. Imagine that. Oh, my God. You Imagine stole? Imagine getting stole from me. Hell no. Hell fucking no. Um, but being generous, like I said, I love a man of connections and resources. I will be honest. I used to act like I didn't, but I fucking do. I've never dealt with them. I mean, this is my first time here, but I'm loving it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I love it. In a certain way. I love it. I, I like, yeah, exactly. In a certain way. I like this way. Yeah. I like the way that I have right now. Mm-hmm. It's giving, yes, this, that, that, the third. And um, just someone who always has my back. And like you mentioned, showing up. I like knowing I can lean. I can trust fall on my man. Yeah. I'm like, hold on. I'm trust falling on you. I'm leaning right. in. I'm leaning on. I know that Andres, if I don't have it and he don't have it, he's going to make it happen. It's like, hey, I don't have somebody to do this. Okay, let me tap in with this person. Let me get you this help. Let me do. I, I love that. I love being able to place my burdens on yeah. his shoulders. I'm like, I've been carrying it too long. Girl. I've been carrying it too long. And that's why my back is still, my back, <laughs> that's, I really figured out that's why I must be having back issues because I've been dragging around burdens for <laughs> 33 <laughs> fucking years. It, you carrying your burdens. I'm like, th- I got these and I got to give them to you. Right. If I can't give them to you, I got to at least give you some of them. We got to share them. They do. Every woman needs a load taken off of her. Please. We deserve to have loads taken off of us because you know what? It's People love to, to say that women just take, take, take. Mm-mm. But no, it's not that because you we take loads off of men as well. We do. So those are my conditions. Be a, be a, be affectionate and sweet. I, I need a sweet man. Not soft. I don't want a soft life, but nigga. I don't want a soft life, nigga. nigga. <laughs> soft life? No, you I don't have want a soft that. life. I don't want. No, I don't. I don't. Soft life. Just you know what soft life means. I know what it means. I don't. It doesn't want you. mean you're soft. It just means you're living the life of leisure. I know, but there's also like some other. I don't. You're I, talking about a man that's soft. Right, but I don't want you to be so into your soft life that you forget I'm the one leading the soft life, nigga. <laughs> Hold on. Yours need to be a little rough around the edges. Hard, hard exterior, soft inner. A tortoise life of sorts. The fuck? Oh, hell. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, I don't want a real soft man, but I do want a sweet man. Yeah, masculine, but in tune with emotions. Sweet. And, like, considerate of me. Yeah, I like sweet, too. And someone who last... wants to give me a lot of kisses. And affection. I hate an overly sarcastic man because you know what? Uh, you want to get sarcastic, ass? bitch? Now, now I'm calling you a bitch. Now, yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> your mean ass. Now you're mm-hmm. an enemy. Yeah, you've turned you're into not. an op. You're not because nigga. why are you trying to be so sarcastic for no fucking reason? Yeah, no, those are my conditions. And be supportive. Be a teammate. Mm-hmm. Be a teammate. And I'll bring it to your front door. I'm like, hey, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. Me too. As soon as I feel like a load might be uneven, I'm like, yeah, I don't like with the loads uneven. <laughs> exactly. I like a balanced load. Exactly. Come on. Come on and help. I like a balanced load. Yes. Big Libra when it comes to that. I don't think there's any Libra in my chart, though, but mm-hmm. there's a, a mind of balance. Yes. In my heart. Um, I was reading this article and it was talking about unconditional love, and they were saying that instead of offering unconditional love we should instead offer unconditional positive regard so what that is is just a mature type of love where you're treating the other person with love and respect 
but you're maintaining your boundaries and protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. Because we don't, like I said, like Germany said, that unconditional love can really turn into struggle love and abuse. Yeah. You're just letting people do whatever, whenever, in the name of love. And that's absolutely not okay. Like, you have to protect yourself. We have to implement boundaries, let people know that this is what the vibe is over here. Period. Can you get with it or not? Can you keep up, baby boy? And that's okay. But you know what? A part of that is like the boundaries and protecting ourselves is often in the beginning stages of a relationship and it starts and it decides to just carry on is we just want to be chosen we just want to be loved so we're just like okay Mm -hmm. i don't want to like say what i need it's the anxious attachment style right again anxiously attached in love i don't want to say what the boundaries are i don't want to i just want to be chose yeah and want you to stay right choose me and then stay nigga so let's talk about (laughs) unconditional positive regard and what that means okay let's talk about it (laughs) um unconditional positive regard can look like being attentive and attuned even while you're setting the limits and boundaries like we've been talking about being firm you can be firm yet gentle this is how i want to be treated these are my expectations and i will love you unconditionally i will be here for you unconditionally as long as these boundaries are being respected and you are adhering to these limits once they're not uh uh-uh then we getting about also like we know when we're in relationships with people they have requests needs things desires that they want to be met um but when you're practicing unconditional positive regard you can definitely fulfill and honor those requests as long as you're able to do them without harming yourself Mm -hmm. like i'm not about to help you pay for your shit and then my shit ain't being paid for yeah you know or i'm not about to just completely say fuck my values and morals to show up for you yeah or forget everything that i want to do just so that you can see that i'm supportive and i'm a ride or die yeah completely saying fuck my world and heading over into yours right because that's what we will do it'll give oh nigga (laughs) here to support you and no in your journey on your journey and also your comfort i want us to get out of the mentality that we have to prove ourselves to someone yeah because that is how it is being a woman a lot of times like let me show him that i'm worthy Mm -hmm. let me prove that i'm the one we all know that many people have options and sometimes they're picking from a few suitors but no (laughs) we're not going out of our fucking way to the point where it's just like oh my god i'm laying it all out yeah also when we are having disagreements or you know not seeing eye to eye not being harsh or dismissive with your sig other or your partner is a way to implement unconditional positive regard because we know that when we're harsh and when we're abrasive and mean it doesn't lead to compromise or solutions at least in my way or the highway and then i'm bouncing (laughs) and then it's watch this yeah with the usher fingers it's smart. <laughs> Watch this. Yeah. Um, also, another good thing to keep in mind is that um, this may be uncomfortable for some people, but we have to be assertive. And like Germany said, you can be assertive and maintain your softness, mm-hmm. but we're not going to be uh, um, walked all the fuck over. Nigga, crip walking on my heart. We're not going to be walked over. And that's the part that of the argument. Often, when I find myself in this conversation about the feminine woman and the masculine man 
it's often seen as a woman just sitting, laying down and taking it. Fuck that. Ugh. And if that's what it takes to be feminine, then I'm not feminine. No, I'm not taking that. I'm just not. You're not about to lay, lay me down and raw dog me. Now, uh-uh. I will say, I will say, I am pretty assertive. And in my assertiveness, sometimes I have to be mindful about the way I'm delivering my message. Yeah. Because it's not always delivered with love. Hmm. Yeah. And my significant other told me that too. Because I had asked him something. I was like, so what are you doing with that? Or like, what do you think about that? I had asked him, does he have a budget? Because I wanted to know like what his budgeting mm-hmm. was. I was like, but I didn't ask in a, um, a loving way. I was just like, I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was something like, do you have a budget or like what, like how, what is your budget and vibe or something like that? Mm-hmm. He was like, well, I don't sit out and write it all out like you, blah, 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 blah. I was like, you don't have to write it out like, write it down like me. But I, the reason what prompted me to ask the question, which this is totally not my business, but it kind of is my business. If you're considering doing life with someone, when money comes in, he just be so ready to hand it out to like, I got to I, I gotta give it to my mama, my grandma, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you don't have to do that. You mm-hmm. want to do it. Mm-hmm. And when you cloak it in a have to, I'm wondering, like, what's your mindset around it? Yeah. So that's what prompted the question. But yeah. he said I didn't deliver it in love. And when he said that, I was like, that's why I just need to mind my own business. <laughs> Not true. I feel like that was a valid question, but you know how you um can come off occasionally. Because I just sometimes. flat out ask it. I know. <laughs> I just be like, so what? <sighs> Working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's either. Yeah, I don't know. But I said all that to say that we do have to be assertive. Like if something's bothering you or if you're concerned about something, definitely ask. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, But just think about how you're asking it. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's a good way to close. Yeah. All that to say, girls, don't have these, don't let these niggas trick you. Or women. Too. Yeah, I mean, whoever's listening, don't let these people trick you into thinking that unconditional love is truly a thing. There are conditions to your love. You are worthy. You um are deserving. And it's okay to lay out your expectations and your standards around love and partnership. And if somebody is not meeting those standards, then you can say goodbye. And the same goes for them. If you are expecting someone to love you unconditionally, work needs to be done, beloved. Work needs to be done. There's some, we also seen another article that was discussing the, People who want unconditional love out of relationships are really yearning from it from a like a Most tra- of the people, trauma wound, like from their parent not yeah, giving them the unconditional parental, love. The parental love, which is more often unconditional than not, was missing. Yeah. Therapy needs to be had. You got to talk to them other people. You got to talk to your parents. Yeah, don't look to me for it. And don't look to your partners for it. Don't look to your friends for it. Don't right. look to people outside of yourself or your mama or your daddy, to give you unconditional love. And it's totally okay to have conditions. It is. So, yes, that is where we will leave it. Y'all let us know what you think. You can chat about it um, on Instagram, tag us, Mm -hmm. um, or in the comments on Patreon, because this is up on Patreon ad-free. 
It is. We will see y'all next week. Love you so much. Bye. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.